It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 24th, 2020. My name is Philip Rossman. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a little bit about free agency, uh, where the magic sort of where the Magic stand as they enter free agency. And one of the problems that secretly was revealed about where the Magic stand in free agency and, and why their strategy has been maybe what it's been over the last few years. Plus, we'll talk about one of the Magic's big free agents this summer in Wes Wundu and where he fits into the team's future plans. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. No matter which team is your favorite, whether it's in the NBA, MLB, NFL, or college too, or, and the NHL as well, you can find a Locked On podcast for you. Just download them wherever you download podcasts today. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. So I was... Kind of scanning the internet, you know, I, I have my Google Alerts set up for the Orlando Magic, and and, and I, so I, I end up reading a lot of stuff about the Magic uh, from from various sources that I trust, but uh, I, I do try to make sure I get around and, and, and read just about everything that's written about this team uh, from at least legitimate sources so to, to share them with you and, and share my thoughts and, and kind of expand and explore things uh, as they come about. And, and something interesting came across my timeline um, over the weekend. Uh, Nick DiPaola of ESPN, their their sort of shoe guru, if you will, uh, spoke with Alex Kennedy of Hoopsype, friend of the podcast. Uh, he's been on the show before, and, and revealed an interesting little nugget about free agency that that I think is important to share. Now, for for most of us, we live in Central Florida. We love Central Florida. We know how great Central Florida is. You know that Florida is a state without. In, without state income tax. And so players who play in Florida get to keep more of their money. There are a ton of advantages to being in Orlando. And, and we like to say, well, Central Florida is a great place to live. There's no winter. There's, you know, there's a, ta- you know, it's a tax-friendly state for, for people of that income. But none of that has ever really been enough. I can't tell you how many times I get comments from people asking, why aren't the Magic more involved in free agency? Why aren't the Magic chasing after the big names? And there's usually a good reason for that. I would usually say, well, look, the big names aren't coming to any team outside of the Lakers if they don't already have their star in place. The big names want to win more than anything else because the money is equal everywhere else. But I now understand that that isn't 
entirely true. In fact, that is not really the case at all. DePaula was uh, spoke with Alex Kennedy on hoops on Hoopside and said, "Quote: I've seen some brands include a twenty percent reduction for landing in certain small markets. I know for a fact that one brand had Sacramento and Orlando, among others, on that list of markets." The money from NBA teams is relatively equal. Uh, you know, the salary cap makes it so that most teams can offer roughly the same amount. But especially for the top tier players, their money is not necessarily made from the teams themselves. They get a good chunk of change from the shoe deals, from their shoe contracts. And so, yes, if a player does it's with that brand. It, that brand is unnamed, and a source, uh, a source told confirmed to Kennedy that that did in fact exist, and suggested you know they probably threw that in there as a trade off for something else that they wanted. So it's not necessarily a knock so much on Orlando, but again, if all things are equal, yes, Orlando probably would have a very good shot at getting free agents. But this very clearly shows that things are not equal. That Orlando is not playing sort of on a level playing field, especially with the top-tier free agents. A shoe deal matters a ton. I am not going to blame the shoe companies for doing this. It makes perfect sense to me. And I think the larger point that I always try to make with people still stands. Free agents won't come to Orlando unless you give them a reason to. Same thing with shoe companies. Shoe companies aren't going to take this small market clause out of these contracts unless you give them a reason to. But this certainly would explain why the Magic aren't players in free agency. Why when they did have money back in 2016, I think, when they made the big, the big money moves, why they weren't in the running for anyone more substantial than Bismack Biombo. That's why... I really do believe Jeff Weltman's patient approach with free agency and growing this roster has been the right move for now, for this team. The bottom line is, Orlando's a small market. They're, I think, 18th largest media market. They're, you know, not the worst in the NBA, but they're certainly not the best. But more than that, you know, they're not getting any exposure. We complain about it a lot here. I know Orlando fans complain a lot a lot about it. I, I think Orlando does have a little bit of a little brother complex. We want attention and we are not getting it. If I'm a shoe company, I don't want my client going to Orlando because they will not be on TV enough to showcase the shoes, showcase the players, showcase the product, and then I can leverage that into marketing. This is not to say Orlando is not a potential marketing goldmine. Certainly, Tracy McGrady had a signature shoe and was a signature Adidas athlete in Orlando in a much, you know, kind of smaller media world before social media. Certainly, Dwight Howard was one of the biggest Adidas athletes when he was here. He had a signature shoe, just like Tracy McGrady. And Shaq, of course, in a, in a media, in a time, in a time when market size probably really did matter for, for, shoe companies and, and for, for advertising opportunities. Shaquille O'Neal was the biggest star in the world in Orlando in the in the late 90s. I, honestly, 
I might argue he's a bigger star in Orlando as a marketing driver than he was in Los Angeles, at least for kind of national brands. Um, we can maybe have that argument another day. So this is all to say that this can change. Orlando is not stuck in some small market cor- corner told to go off over there. To me, this is truly just about attention. If Orlando deserved the attention, people would come here and get marketed. It's not like we don't have a fully functioning movie studio sitting in, sitting in the back lot that only really gets used for Halloween Horror Nights at this point. So again, the issue with the magic and free agency is not about market size. In fact, I would argue market size matters less now than it ever has, and it's only small thinking that get that makes people think otherwise. And you know, again, the guys with the money probably do think small and think more convenient. You know, they want guys in New York, in Los Angeles, and Miami, and Chicago, and the big markets where all the ad ad agencies are. But if you're good enough, the ad agencies will find you. What this is really about is attention. This is really about being a team that will grab the attention so that true companies could feel like they could market a player with the magic. And so it is a chicken or an egg problem. Does winning come first? Does having the star come first? Or does the star believing in the market come first to get that attention? Regardless of anything else, the Magic need a little bit of both. They're not, you know, we, we've talked so much here throughout the course of the season about a team that stagnant, stagnated isn't quite the right word, but certainly feels like it's hit its ceiling, that they are no more than a six or seven seed as currently constructed, needs an upgrade somehow. And I would continue to argue that the biggest way for this team to upgrade is internal upgrades. If Aaron Gordon takes the leap we all expect him expected him to take, if Jonathan Isaac continues to develop, if Markel Fultz continues to develop. And it is through those players developing and becoming stars in their own rights that you get someone to buy into what you're building. You go get from that point a Richard Lewis in free agency or a Horace Grant in free agency who buys into what you already have. I mean, Horace Grant, Richard Lewis. Two of the four biggest free agent signings in Magic history, I would say. You know, Trickle's probably up there too, so two of the five biggest signings in Magic history. The Magic have signed free agents. They have gone after Big Fish before, and they certainly can do so again. But it's going to take some time. It's going to take internal growth. I would continue to argue, I will continue to argue, that the Magic are still on the right path on the right track to get that attention and to get that notice. So that one day, someone takes the leap or the magic make the, make the move and say, this is what we got. We'll give you a chance to try it out and believe in it. Because this is ultimately the magic strategy. If you're looking for the magic strategy to add a star, it is this. And so it all depends on internal development. But the magic... I truly believe, will be a free agent destination once again. It happened once. It certainly will happen again. It's all about what they do and how they grow. 
ಸಿಗುತ್ತೆ Let me tell you about one of the ultimate life hacks. It's hard to find the time to sit down to read and learn more. Yes, we're all socially distancing, but we still got lots of things to do. There's only so many things on Netflix and all those other places. When you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. There's an incredible app that solves this problem and I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Successful people like business leaders are well-known for reading a lot of books. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of a book quickly, so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now, and it's a massive and growing library from self-help business, health, to history books. Blinkist has the latest titles from the bestsellers list, as well as the classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read, but never had the time to. You can read such popular books like, like The Sports Gene, Inside the Science of Extraordinary Athletic Performance by David Epstein, This is your brain on sports, the science of underdogs, the value of rivalry, and what we can learn from the T-shirt cannon by L. John Wertheim and Sam Somers, and how champions think in sports and in life by Dr. Bob Bertella and Bob Cullen. There are plenty of other books in plenty of other categories. I just named the sports ones because we're a sports podcast. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com NBA to try it for free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash NBA to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Like I said, the Orlando Magic salary cap situation, it, it, it's not bad, I would say, but the team isn't exactly a wash in cash or a wash in available cash to improve their roster. And so playing free agency right now, definitely not the right choice. A, this is a bad free agency class coming up. It, it, you know, it's not a particularly strong class. And B, with the league on hiatus and the loss of the China television money, we're expecting a very large cap decrease. In fact, so much so that there's already talk 
that they could smooth the cap decrease so it's not as dramatic as expected and the cap should decrease over the next few years as well. This is obviously a problem for a team like the Magic if they wanted to go out and play for agency. As things stand, by my calculations, the Orlando Magic will have roughly $19 million in cap room to the projected $115 million cap, which will obviously go down, which isn't a lot of money. $19 million is not going to sign you a max free agent, obviously. Not that there's too many out there that you want to go after. And it's not going to give you a lot of flexibility to go after you know, a, a high-quality starter starter player or a, a quality, quality starter player. This $19 million, of course, is before we add in Chuma Okiki, who's slated to make, I believe, 4 or $5 million next year, and whoever the Magic take in the draft, and doesn't account for the potential re-signing of DJ Augustine, retaining Wessowundu's free agency rights, we'll talk about him in a little bit, or re-signing Evan Fournier. Essentially, the Magic are not over the cap this summer, but... They're not going to be players in free agency. At best, they're looking at around $10 million to spend. You know, if you want reference, DJ Augustine was making $7.3 million, $7.5 million this year. So they're going to be looking for bench players and to bolster the, ro- bolster the roster that way if they play free agency. But this isn't really what Jeff Weltman is trying to do, in my opinion. The kind of changes the Magic need, yes, the Magic do need to add more shooting. They do need to kind of continue to bolster their depth and, and have more options. But really, this team right now needs to find a way to, to kind of reconfigure the top of their roster. I, I think we all agree on that. And so, that, it, that part, reconfiguring that part and staying on this playoff path that the Magic have been on over the last two seasons is a very tricky needle to thread. It is a very tricky thing to do. Essentially, what the Magic are probably hoping that they can do at some point is to consolidate some of those young, high-priced players. You know, Aaron Gordon making around $24 million next year, or Nikola Vucevic, or, you know, even Evan Fournier if he opts in. Consolidate some of those players and turn that into the star that they're hoping for. But you don't pull, but like I said, stars won't come to Orlando unless you give them a reason to be here. That's both being on national television because of that shoe contract issue that I, that I spoke about, but also proving that you are a winning team, that, that you are the missing piece to take this team to the next level, or you have a situation that will get there fairly quickly. Those players want to win. And so again, Before we can even talk about adding top-end players, before we can even talk about free agency, we have to talk about internal development. That is the key to everything the Magic are trying to do. Essentially, I I see the Magic trying to do what the Miami Heat did. And again, the Heat, very risky what they did. They they pulled it off because they are Miami, so I don't think it's a perfect perfect, uh, analog. But essentially what the Heat did was, you know, once the Dwayne Wade, LeBron James era ended, they picked up a lot of nice nice players. They developed their young players, and they paid them. Josh Richardson got a big deal. Tyler Johnson got a big deal. James Johnson got a big deal. Goran Dragic got a big deal. And essentially, they just kind of held tight with all of them. 
It was risky. They missed the playoffs for two straight years. But eventually, they were able to pull the trigger on a guy like Jimmy Butler. Now, you're probably asking, wasn't Jimmy Butler a free agent last year? And this is where the plan doesn't work for Orlando because Miami is one of those preferred markets for the shoe companies. Orlando is not. Jimmy Butler chose Miami, and Miami had the pieces to go out and get him. That's not how it's going to be for the Magic. So the Magic can't go out and acquire a guy who's only got one year left on his deal. They're going to need two years to prove to that player that they're worth signing with long-term. And I don't know who that player is. I'm not going to speculate on who that player is, but that, I think that's the plan for the Magic. At some point, they're going to have to push that chip in. They're going to have to take that risk. Are they at that point now? I think we can definitely debate that. Uh, while I do think the Magic have reached their ceiling and, and they have to begin exploring these kinds of moves, I still argue it's about finding the right guy. The Magic are not in an untenable or terrible position just because they're, they're stuck at the 7 or 8 seed. They can, they can be the 7 or 8 seed for a little while longer and then make that move. They're not, they're, there's no one forcing them to do it. But ultimately, the success or failure of this Magic enterprise, of this Magic grouping, will come down to Jonathan Isaac, Markel Fultz, Mo Bamba, and Aaron Gordon. Those four guys. The Magic will ultimately need one of them to become a star player, to become an attraction player. They will need one of them to be the guy that attracts other superstars or attracts a star to Orlando, that makes a star believe that this is the place that he can win. And that's ultimately what everything is about right now. Yes, the Magic will not have free agency money this summer. 2021, they might have a little bit of money, but again, remember, they got to spend a good chunk of that change, whatever cap that they do have. I think they have about $52 million guaranteed, so they're probably looking at somewhere in the range of 30 or $40 million of cap space, but they'll have to spend a lot of that to re-sign Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz. And again, timing will matter, and we'll get into that, I think, a little bit later down the road uh, when the salary cap projections become a little bit clearer. Certainly not clear at the moment what the cap's going to look like in 2021. So ultimately, ultimately, the Magic need to worry about their internal development before they worry about bringing in the big fish. Are the Magic ready to do that now? My answer is no. I want to see more from Isaac. I want to see more from Fultz. And so it's why I continue to tell everyone that yes, the Magic had a long, terrible six-year rebuild. But under Jeff Weltman, we're in the third year of the rebuild. And believe it or not, we are ahead of schedule. Two straight playoff appearances. A coach that's built a solid foundation for this team. A team that still has room to grow. Yes, bumping against their ceiling, but still room to grow. And a team that still has a lot of young players who have to prove themselves every single year and continue to get better. And when that happens, that's when the Magic become players. That's when the Magic go grab that attention and change the narrative about them. That's really what this next stage of development is all about. playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And so before we close out, I do want to talk about one of the free agents that the Magic will have to deal with this summer and one that's going to present some interesting choices. Um, The guy that, frankly, I think the Magic have done a little poorly by this season. Wesson Wendu will be a restricted free agent this summer. So the Magic do have the, the, the ability to match any offer he gets. But throughout this season, despite a strong finish to last year as part of the, a key player in the Magic's run into the playoffs, and frankly, a key player this season, especially as the Magic have turned things around and filling in, in Evan Fournier's starting spot uh, since he went out for over the last four games before the hiatus, Wesson Wendu just seems to get squeezed out. I would describe him very much as as a security blanket for the Magic. He is a luxury that this team has. Someone that I think Steve Clifford does trust uh, and believes that he can throw him out there on the court at any time and he will make a positive impact. But someone that just isn't above other players on the depth chart. Whether it's Al Farouk Aminu, whether it's Michael Carter Williams, whether it's DJ Augustine, and whether he should be or not above be above those guys, certainly had a better season both Aminu uh, and at times DJ Augustine. But whether or not he is, he should be, he should be getting playing time over those guys is certainly a debate to be had. I, I I I will concede that. I actually agree with that. I do think the Magic needed to do a better job trying to find a one do minutes. And again, it's a luxury that the Magic have this security blanket, but that security blanket won't last long. Because Awandu has continued to prove that he can play. That he can that when you give him the time, when you let him get into a rhythm, he's going to make good things happen. Sure. 5.3 points per game, uh, 45.1% effective field goal percentage in 18 minutes per game across 45, 45 games. Isn't that impressive? It really isn't that impressive. But a lot of that is because he hasn't gotten a lot of minutes or hasn't gotten consistent minutes. From December 23rd to January 27th, Awundu went 19 straight games of playing at least 15 minutes. He averaged 6.5 points per game, shooting 40.5% from deep and 22.1 minutes per game during that time. On top of that, he is a very good defender. And so the Magic's defense was actually pretty good when he was on the floor at a time when the Magic were struggling defensively. In the last four games before the hiatus with Evan Fournier out with an elbow injury, he averaged around eight points per game, shooting 60% from the floor. And the Magic, at a time when their defense had been struggling a little bit, had a defensive rating with a one-do on the floor of less than a point per possession. Again, this is not to say that a one-do is completely responsible for that. But I think we'd all agree a one-do is probably a better defender than Evan Fournier. A one-do is a utility player. He is, again, a luxury and a security blanket. Steve Clifford trusts him that he will be ready to go into the game whenever he is called upon. And certainly I would argue there have been moments where the Magic's defense has really been struggling with its energy and just throwing a one-do into the pot would have helped them immensely. And a one-do stepped in and filled in for so many players this year. 
and at so many times has been such a valuable player for this team that goes beyond the statistics that I just mentioned. But the Magic just don't have room for him. They've got Chuma Okiki waiting in the wings, and I, and I think Okiki will take uh, whatever minutes Iwundu has left over. They've got Melvin Frazier, a player that I think they really like and has played really well in the G League, doing a lot of the same similar things that Iwundu does. That is probably a little bit cheaper. The fact of the matter is, Iwundu is likely, in my opinion, to be a salary cap casualty for this team. And you hope that it'll be because someone went out and paid him, that understood and, and found that Iwundu has this value. And I think he has a ton of value to the Magic, to be honest. But there are realities that Iwundu is unfortunately replaceable. And while the Magic certainly have benefited from Iwundu and his play, and every time he stepped onto the floor, good things have happened, the Magic have put him in a tough spot of not being able to play him enough to fully reach his potential. Could he find that somewhere else? I'm not sure. I think he can. I think someone will take the chance on him. And and so might be the magic, to be honest. But certainly, Iwundu has earned more playing time than the magic can give him. And of course, that puts him in a tough spot entering a big offseason, again, whenever that offseason starts. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us on Twitter there at omagicdaily. Tune in for tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. We have a very special guest coming on the show, so you do not want to miss that. You also don't want to miss the latest episode of Rejecting the Screen. On the last episode of Rejecting the Screen, they go one-on-one with NBA analysts for The Athletic and former Milwaukee Bucks Director of Basketball Research, Seth Partnow. He's one of the best, uh, I think, data data journalists in the NBA or or basketball analytics reporters in the NBA. Of course, he was in a front office uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks uh, uh, under under John Hammond, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You know, crunching the numbers for... One of the best teams in the NBA right now. Um, I don't think they were quite there when he was when he was hired when he was working for them. But he's been inside the NBA front office. Uh, he's always been, I think, on the cutting edge of of the latest data in the NBA. So definitely a great listen um, on rejecting the screen. You can find that find that podcast wherever you download podcasts today. But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Rossman Wright. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Prime members, 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.